down four spots to number 10. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm, <clears throat> I 100% agree with you. And besides from that, we do not have anyone else in the SEC. Biggest drops that did happen, or biggest moves, I should say, Iowa State dropped eight spots from 11 to 19. TCU dropped five spots down to 22. And the biggest move up would have been Baylor moving up five spots to number nine. So uh, if we lose the next three, are we unranked? Let's see, not even talk about lose, it. Let's not even talk about it. I don't think you drop far if you lose to Bama because they are number one. You still drop, but I don't think you're going to drop far. Texas A&M, they're... We've got to rup next. Oh, yeah, we have... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm yeah, telling you, we are in a it. we are in a precarious position right now. We desperately need to somehow, some way, somehow, dear God, pull one out Wednesday night <laughs> would be huge. Yeah, that that we need it. We absolutely need it right now. Uh, number two, Mike Bray quote is definitely not retiring after his decision to step down as Notre Dame's head coach kind of an update story we had a little while ago. He's stepping down at the end of the season at Notre Dame, Mike Bray, but he says he is not retiring despite his decision to step down after the season. Quote, definitely not done coaching. The 63-year-old announced last month he would leave Notre Dame at the end of the season, ending his 23-year tender, or tenure, excuse me. So I feel like this is more of an indication he has the desire to coach elsewhere. So he was just tired of coaching Notre Dame. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I respect that. I mean, can you? No, I mean, I've not done that. Him? I mean, not at. I've never walked away from a million dollar a year job, but I have like two or three jobs. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm just. It's not worth it. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm really not feeling this. Yeah, and, and honestly, with Notre Dame's basketball program, I can't blame him for what to look. I mean, he's a good coach. He should be able to get a, a decent yeah, place. Yeah, but somewhere. I mean, what's the uh, what, what's Notre Dame ceiling? I mean, it's been how long has it been since they've been good in basketball? I mean, Notre Dame has made years. well, yeah. So they've made the NCAA tournament just once since 2017, but they earned a spot in the uh, in the first four last year. So that's not in the NCAA tournament. The first four. Yep. Is that is that what you're calling the playing game? I think that's the playing game. Yeah, that's, that's not the NCAA tournament. Unless you're win, you win that game. I don't count that as an, S, an NCAA tournament win. That's a qualifying game. Well, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, he's he's reached the elite eight twice. So Notre Dame themselves and their ceiling is probably not elite eight right now. It's probably Sweet Sixteen. But yeah, he, I think he could do well elsewhere. Uh, number three. Jets have hired a uh, familiar name to us, Bear. They've hired Todd Downing as their passing game coordinator. Todd Downing. Continue. Why does that name sound familiar to me? He was the OC for the for the Titans. Oh! Uh, yeah. Arrested for a DUI. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, the Jets, for whatever reason, are trying to reshape their offensive coaching staff and thought, adding Todd Downing to their passing game coordinator would be the the hire for them. Obviously, Downing, who was fired after the season, has... Uh, In his defense, he wasn't the one who traded away his best wide receiver. No. No, but it, it was... Look. 
the offense, the Titans uh, suffered a significant drop on offense going from 419 points, which was 15th the year before, to right. 298, which is 28th this year. I, I just feel like it, it's it's really easy to pack all of the Titans' offensive woes off on him. And but I, I think if you if you look at the, and I, I'm I'm not dismissing anything to do with this off the coaching field, uh-huh. you know the whole DUI thing. That's not good, right? But um, what I am saying is, you know, he had almost his entire offensive line was hurt. Well, you lose your starting left tackle for the year, um, then. No surprise, your quarterback ends up being gimpy all year because he's getting absolutely destroyed. You got an, your idiot GM that got fired, traded away, one of the best wide receivers in in the NFL, and your first round draft pick is now concussion and injury prone. It's kind of believe the I told the, you the, 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 the the DUI made it. Uh, I don't know why you keep talking about. It. I told you nobody argued with you that that AJ Brown wasn't elite. All I said was I understand why they had to make the trade from a salary cap and for what their offensive philosophy was. Yeah. That offense runs through Derrick Henry. We could talk and about I, this. I, I, I think we're seeing the window close down on that, but but no. So you know, I think the DUI made it really easy for them. Yeah, I think so too. Hey, good news for him. Most people don't drive in New York, so I'm sure he'll. Uh, well, hopefully, he won't do it again. Well, that too. And finally, at number four, uh, sources say that the extra inning and extra runner rule in the MLB will remain and become permanent. So, if you remember, Major League Baseball is making it permanent. The and in all regular season extra inning games. A runner will be placed on a second base to begin the 10th inning and in every subsequent extra inning after that until a winner is determined. They did that, I believe, at the start of the COVID year. And looks like they have the uh, have decided, Commissioner Rob Manfred has decided that they're going to institute that rule permanently. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, we don't have our get up brush sitting here. We don't have the porch music, but I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm a purist when it comes to things like this, when it comes to baseball, a sport which I admittedly do not follow uh, hardly at all other than to check my phone to see if the Yankees won and know whether or not I can talk smack to Russell about the Bravos. Well, so obviously the the reason it was created, I don't know if you remember, was to protect the pitcher's arms and then continued during the pandemic, but also continued after they had a shortened spring training because of the lockout. So, obviously, it's it's meant to help the less wear and tear. It also helps end the extra innings a little bit faster because those do well, take... Well, sure, but it sounds like some playground stuff that we used to do over at, you know, like Sacred Heart, you know? Fair. Ghost runner on second, ghost runner on second. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, was it kickball? <laughs> This is America's sport, our pastime, baseball. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you. Well, what's the deal? When when Russ is here, you, you I've noticed your top fours and fives are a lot better when Russ isn't here. I'll be honest with you. I think it's the pressure. Yeah. I think I feel more, you know, 
No offense to Russ. Yeah. I feel maybe. Do you, do you feel pressured? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I I feel you know I feel very comfortable when it's you and I, but when Russ is here, I feel like I feel a lot of pressure constantly. Yeah. Just because of him, or yeah, I guess. You know, we've we've talked about this before. We love to bring it up. Typically, when Russ isn't here, it feels like everyone has this relief on them because then the callers start just pouring in. You know, you and I feel a bit more relaxed with our our daily work. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when the teacher's not here, right? Yeah, that's how. Yeah, yeah, we have a, we don't have a substitute. Yeah. They just didn't show well, up. Well, I'm the class. substitute teacher. I, well, I feel like right. uh, I feel like I uh, promote a more laid back, happy workplace. Yeah, we're free exchange of ideas. By the way, we are wide open today. Eight six five five four six eighty two hundred. Um, it's kind of an overreaction Monday. Uh, getting definitely need to get back into Tennessee basketball. Um, would love to hear from you. Um, and let's go to the phone lines right now and where we have Martin. Martin, how are you, sir? Doing pretty good, Bar. How are you? Not doing too bad, buddy. Bar, do you think come on, come back next year? Uh, I don't know where he's gonna go unless he just, you know. Does he have it? Does he is he a senior or does he have another year? Yes. But he has a COVID year. He could use. Yes. I wonder if I mean he's from Finland, man, and like. I just wonder if if because he he could get on with a good team over there, and be at home with his family. What's his stats, bear? His stats. Yes. I do not have them at, right off the top of my head, Martin. I think around 11 and 6, ain't they? 11.6 rebounds a game? No, 11 points a game and 6 rebounds a game. Yeah. I mean, I, I just wonder with it, with a kid like him who's, who's European, if, you know, especially I, I don't, I'm not certain I'll have to check to see if he's graduated yet. I imagine if, if he's – unless he just really thinks that he's got a shot and really likes living in America, it wouldn't surprise me if, if he just graduated and went on and started playing uh, ball over in, in Europe. Or I'd like to see him come back. I'll be honest with you, I think if the kid really worked at it, I believe he could make it to the NBA. Well, it's, he's got the body for it. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you something else he's got, and it, it's something we haven't gotten into yet, Martin. He can shoot the three ball. Yes. And, in fact, Russell's talked about it. He's got about as nice a looking stroke as any of those guys over there. And yes. it's frustrating me after Russell said that I started paying attention to it. And he's, I think he's shooting like uh, – um, it was either 33 or 30. I know it's a huge difference. 33 or 38%. I think it's 33% from three this year. But he needs to be shooting those balls because they're going to give them to him. Like he'll, they'll let him shoot that, and I wish he would pull the trigger on him more. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, I'd love it if he came back. I, I've really enjoyed watching him play. Uh, consistency is something that's hounded him kind of, you know, he had the injury last year, but uh, the biggest issue he has is, is just bringing it. Some nights he looks like he could uh, be playing in the NBA legitimately, and there's other nights where it looks like he – you know, you could see him on some Lithuanian team. Yes. 
and Marcus. Yes, Martin. Who does the Celtics have to give up to get the big man from Oklahoma City Thunder? Uh, it, it was a player that wasn't playing for us, and they gave him like two second round picks. Uh, I think Jackson is his last name, but he he wasn't playing for the Celtics. Um, he was kind of one of those kind of prospect kind of guys. Two way so. player. Yeah, I don't, he wasn't somebody that was going to be hitting the hitting the court anytime soon for him. So, you know, they give up him and a couple second rounders, and they get a guy who, I mean, he hit a big three. I think he had twelve points in his first game when they played. Uh, uh, Charlotte. Um, so he, yes. it, it was a good addition. You, you bring in a guy that you can rotate through and give, uh, Horford and, and, uh, time Lord, Robert Williams, some rest and Robert Williams third. Yes, sir. He's unconscious right now. Martin, do you see that he is. three games with 15 rebounds? I like my Celtics and I like, uh, the Dodgers, and I like uh, Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. And I like the Lady Vols. And the Lady Vols won a big one yesterday. But I know it wouldn't get too much competition because they're rebuilding their Vanderbilt. But I'd say what, Bear? I'm going to tell you again, and I'll let you go. Okay. Jelly Jolly Harper, she had, she had the talent over there. And she had to suspend Rakia Jackson for two or three games to start the year. And I'm going to tell you this. What's she that? She finished in third place in the conference. And she needs to go to the Sweet 16. All right. We've got it down, Martin. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, buddy. All right, bye. Martin. He's got Kelly Jolly Harper. Firmly on the hot seat right now. He brought his matches. It's been tough, man. They did. They pounded. Is Vanderbilt terrible? I don't. I don't, I don't follow it. I mean, I'll be. I just don't. I should follow it better than I than I do. I, I'm with you there. I look. Basketball has been really tough this year. It's been nice. Like, let's put it. Let's look at it this way. Glass half full. If our football program hadn't done what it did, could you imagine us having to dredge through this? It's not like our basketball is terrible. It's been rough, rougher than it should have been. We're, but if we're, we had, we're number 10. I know. It's You can't deny that losing to Vanderbilt and Missouri back-to-back yeah, I mean, back I'm, 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 I'm not going to act like this past week hasn't, hasn't sucked miserably. It has. But at the same time, like, I'm not saying there's some of you, some some folks that aren't ungrateful, but we're starting to act like Kentucky. I no, I know. I'm just saying that, like, if if football has not was not as good as it was, if we had to dredge into this after a terrible yeah. football, like, there's some positive. This the the unity of Tennessee is good. Just gotta figure things out. Well, speaking of positivity, let's go back to just a fountain of positive thinking about our basketball program. Phil, you're on the drive. What do you say, Bear? What's going on, buddy? How you Mark's doing? Uh, pretty good. Well, I'll see there's some positive. Davey's not on air today, and you are. It's pretty cool, you know? <laughs> I can't say. He, he is not feeling good at all today, so. Well, I hate it for him. Yeah. 
Trust but, me, uh, he would much rather be here breaking it down with breaking it down with you and talking about this basketball program. Where do we go, well, I Phil? The, I heard him after the game. He sounded like he's ready to fire coach. He was he's really one of his big things that he hit on the other night, and I'm I'm assuming that you were probably going to hit on are the three uh, top 100 freshmen that are on the bench. Yeah. We did get yeah. to see BJ. Yeah. And he finally played, but, I mean, it's too little too late. But if they play him at least five to ten minutes a game, it, it can help save this season. If Rick Barnes would quit being stubborn. Yeah, but like you said, it's too late. And, Phil, the thing that I, I keep going back to after this past week is it just really – we just – we don't have any guys on the perimeter that are looking to attack the attack the rim. We don't we don't no, play we above the rim. Attack the rim. Ziggler's too small. Scovey uh, can't jump. Uh, Mayshack can't shoot. And, I mean – He's, you know, he's, he's that's not a, his – He is what he is, I mean. Yeah, he's a, he's a spot mm-hmm. shooter. Yeah, and, and Triple J's hurt, and Julian Phillips, for whatever reason, before he got hurt, just he's the one that I would have expected to do it. Who has all the every skill set that you need to do it? But you know, we really miss. Uh, I think where we miss KC Kennedy Chandler terribly. He would go yeah. to the rack. Jordan Bowden would go to the rim. You know, Admiral would attack it, and we just don't seem to have that guy that'll do that. No, no, we sure don't. And then, and we uh, that just seems to compound because because that can really monkey with your uh, three point um, offense. I mean, I, I can if if you don't have somebody that can collapse a defense, you're, you're just you're not going to get those good looks to your to to your Tyreek Keys and your Vescovies and your Zieglers. Who was that uh, Martin was talking about the uh, COVID and coming back another year? What was that? Who was that? Camwa. Oh, I'll back guys in Europe next year myself. I'm tired of looking at him. Damn, Phil. I'm tired of looking at Euros. I'll, I'll be glad these damn seniors are gone and play the young blood over there. They've done all they can do. So so you, you just like to see uh, – just you want you want to see Freddie Buckets, you want to see DJ Jefferson, BJ, BJ, the uh, Australia, the big guy, and the uh, Kate Phillips. I don't I want to see them. I, uh, I, you made the statement on the show Friday, and Russell laughed at you, saying, "I think next year's team will be better than this year's team because it's going to be more athletic from top to bottom." I'm telling you, man, I, I, it made me feel some kind of way, Phil. I'm, I'm not going to lie. On TV, it was during a time where they just panned the UT bench, and it was Awaka, Jefferson, DeLeon, Edwards, all in a row. And it yeah. was just like I was looking at next year's team, and I was like, I can ride with these guys. Kind of looking forward to it. Edwards is playing. BJ's playing now, don't you? No. He was on the scout squad, and then he was dominating uh, the starting guards. Interesting. He's now figuring it out, or no? I don't. I, I just, honest to God, if, if if gun to my head, I think it's probably 
because he, for whatever reason, he wasn't defending at the level, that minimum level that Barnes demands. Well, I don't like Zuggers defending anybody right now. Everybody's just taking him off the dribble of the hole right now. You notice that? Of course, he's hurt. That's part of the problem. Yeah, because he's, he's, I mean, he's got him playing too, he's been playing too many minutes. I told you this yeah. way back, as soon as this started. Yeah. I was like, this is not going to end well. You can't you can't just play somebody who plays at the intensity level that he plays the game. He can't average 39, 40 minutes a night. And I know Russ keeps going back to other teams do that. You know, Kentucky does that. But last time I checked, Kentucky's not ranked. Well, look, Kentucky, they're, they're in worse shape than we are. Although they'll probably beat us next Saturday. Which game do you think is more winnable? Alabama Wednesday night or Kentucky we're up? Kentucky's more winnable than Alabama. We have no chance at all. We had a better chance of beating the football, which we did, than we do in basketball. Alabama has the most talented team in the country. And if they're playing their A game, we, we won't, we'll get annihilated by 20 points or more. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll eat crow, but I, I just don't see it. Wow. That's a, yeah. Did y'all hear Utah on the morning show? No. Well, he was calling out you and you and uh, Russell, saying it's about time he jumped onto the Barnes Bashers. Well, A, that's not going to happen. It's not? No. Russell's almost halfway there. He was. That was voluntary reaction, Phil. He was upset. Well, I mean, it's a twenty-four hour cooling off period after volunteer. We'll we'll figure. We'll know when he returns tomorrow here on the drive at three p.m. thirteen forty a.m. one hundred five seven FM. Phil, we'll know tomorrow if he's ready to bash. I don't think he is. I do. I do agree that Marcus does uh, the top of the hour a lot better when W ain't around. I, I mean, what, he's intimidating. Guess, you don't have to hear him. I mean, Marcus just, just does his own thing now. It's beautiful. Sam, I'm afraid if Russell's going to hear this, he's going to be like, well, he maybe, doesn't I, listen. maybe I shouldn't just come in. How about them Chiefs? See you. Thank you, Phil. That was a lot of positivity. <laughs> that actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. God, yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. He did get pretty raw with our seniors, so. and not yeah. not in in very a lot of ways. I, I don't agree with a lot of that, so I'm going to be sad to see some of these guys go. Yeah, for sure. Have they completely lived up to expectations? No. Doesn't mean you don't love them. Yeah, exactly. You know, did I exactly live up to my expectations? <laughs> no, not for being honest. <laughs> My mom still loves me. Yeah. You know? Of course, yeah. I mean, I'm just assuming with you, you know, and the, all the stuff you've told us about that, you know, you're in the same boat. All the stuff. Yeah. yeah. All my all my issues and yeah. struggles. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole thing with your brother. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, let's go ahead and take our next break here. We'll regroup. Got uh, Westchester hold right there. We're coming right to you after these messages. You're listening to The Drive on Fan Run Radio. 
Phil's just a breath of fresh air every time he calls, isn't he? He makes you feel so lively. It's not like I cut my wrist like a cutter. I just don't. I'm some like, kind of disaffected, angsty 16-year-old. We're allowed to love these guys. We don't want to just wish them off to Europe. Yeah. Although they will, I mean. Yeah, they will. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he's not wrong. So, but. so Santi's going to make a lot of money probably in South America and around the international circuit. And Olivier's going to have a very nice career in, in Europe, barring like just some. I mean, if he went on an absolute tear, I mean, he is. I mean, it's at three point shots. What he need? He needs to start shooting threes, man. Russell's dead on on that. There's very yeah. few things where I'll admit that, like, Russell's, like, wholeheartedly right, but he needs to take more of those threes out there. He's got a pretty nice shot, so. You think uh, Zakai is probably the only one with potential NBA talent that's the starting group? Who? Zakai. Potential what? Like, NBA, like, that he could be one of those guys that could make it there. No, the only no. NBA player that – remotely that I've seen so far this year is Julian Phillips. He's been so inconsistent. Doesn't matter. We talked about this on Voluntary Reaction. If you go in there, it's all analytics. And according to analytics and his size and measurables, he's um, the fifth-ranked freshman in the country. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, he's if, – if his – his defense is so off the charts. Like if it's, if he had even a modicum of offensive gain this year, I mean he'd he'd be borderline top ten pick because his defense is off the charts. It's far and away um, better than everybody else. He's number one in d- uh, defensive. It's um, if you want to look it up, Evan uh, is it Mayakawa? Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Evan Mayakawa. Um, his the way he his thing he does but yeah and that's you know chance collins has always preached that to me and davy hudson those davy and and chance are like out of all my friends are like two nba guys and john reed's another one you know and you start hearing all three of those guys saying kind of the same thing and it's like you know i just defer to them yeah and they're usually right so but anyway let's go back to the big orange phillies phone lines where we have good friend westchester Westchester, how are you, sir? I've been better. Titans didn't make the playoffs. The Eagles crapped, the field, crapped all over the field in the Super Bowl. Tennessee basketball lost to uh, Vanderbilt. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not happy times in, in the sports world right now. That's for sure. But, hey, optimistically, if you, want to be, if you want to be positive, Tennessee basketball has one almost guaranteed win left on their schedule this year. So we should win one more game. They're going to win more than one. They're going to beat A&M. They're going to beat Arkansas. They're going to beat Kentucky. They're going to beat Auburn down there. I mean, they're going to beat Alabama. Which one of those are they winning? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea what to expect. Nothing would surprise me. It would not surprise me if we got boat boat raced Wednesday night. It also would not surprise me. If we came out and somehow pulled one out, um, that's the beauty of and why I love college basketball. You never know. So I highly well, recommend everybody tuning in and, and let's just go on this ride together and find out, man. 
the that, one that's, thing I will say oh, go ahead, buddy. The one thing I will say about Tennessee, but seriously positive, but it's kind of negative too, is I, I don't think I've seen a team that, that rises and falls to the level of their competition as much as this team does. And I don't know, I don't know how, um, how that falls on anyone but Barnes, but I'm going to try to keep this a completely anti, uh, if we return into a completely anti Barnes call, but I mean, well, I, it, 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 it shouldn't Westchester. It, it shouldn't. And, and that's, you know, and, and I get it. We're all frustrated. I, I think, admittedly, I guarantee if, if, if you if you asked him if he was candid about it, he's got to be frustrated. But we're still, I'm, I don't know. I, the, I can't go as far out on Rick Barnes as the rest of you guys are at. I guess this is how it was at Texas. You know, you had a, a part of the fan base that, you know, wasn't satisfied with um, being in the top ten and year in and year out and being in the tournament year in and year out. I mean, even after I mean, losing most- two last-minute buzzer beaters, we're still number ten in the country, dude. We're number four in Ken Palm. We're still on the – we're on the 3-4 line. And let's be honest, I mean, we were deluders. This was not ever this season, I don't feel like, a number one seed, you know, like a number one no, line level team. Yeah. Everything was going right. Like nobody was hurt, and maybe now we're now we're hoping we make it. We might not even make it. Make what? The tournament. Oh, we're gonna make the tournament. Come on, Westchester. If we lose everything but South Carolina, we're not going to. You're out of your mind. Uh, speaking out of my mind, before I get out of here, it's uh, three or four or five days, something like that, till uh, till baseball season. And um, hey, I was wondering, y'all got any uh, updates on the? Uh, Baseball stadium renovations? Uh, of course you don't. So we're going to end up losing that coach, too, and he's the best thing to happen to this campus in a very long time. You know what? I love st- our athletic Stick department. a fork in him. You're, you're done, Westchester. That's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, just, what was it? that? It was a r- nattering just... nabob of negativity. I Can't have it around here, man. I wasn't ready for the flush. If I had my had it ready, I would. You got a head on a swivel, dude. It's Westchester. Well, I did. Odds are, flip a coin. He may not make it through his call. Dullard, come on. I I just I I, I can't go there with you. Yeah, I'm I'm frustrated as hell. But I, I think that this team super overachieved early in the season. Then we were. We backloaded with a really tough conference schedule, and we came up on you know the bad end of the stick on a just two heartbreaking last second shot losses. How long does it take to do renovation? It can't be done overnight. Well, well that and we're uh, <clears throat> we'll have Coach Vitello on tomorrow. I'm fairly certain that Russ will ask him about the stadium renovations and anything and everything else under the sun um that always reminds me um make sure if you want to ask coach a question one of his favorite things he's told us uh, when he comes on our show is answering fan questions so direct them to uh at russell underscore smith is it one underscore two two double underscore smith and he will ask coach tomorrow when he's on with us and uh, Tony V really likes uh, fan questions, so he enjoys them. I'm going to see if I can get one of my songs into the jam or not a jam. See if I can 
You forward it on to me. Oh, I will. The list is being formulated not a per- this evening. Not a personal song. I don't want to make it sound like I'm going to send something that I've done. I just so mean, you're like, going down a road like, like you really want and you're no, really, no, no, you're no, really no, no, hoping Tony's no, no, no. going to jam it, right? Yeah, well, of course. Like, you know, there's nothing better. You totally. It took me a while, too. You're totally misunderstanding the whole point of the game. Well, no. I What I want is, like, I have a lot of, like, those songs that you're like, hey, I might be the only one that likes this. So I do understand the point of the game because it's it's the idea you're putting in a song that's going to be kind of a toss up. Yeah, like 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 you're not putting in like "Sway" by the Stones or like "Sweet Child of Mine" like something like that. No, I, I'm I'm gonna yeah. certified bangers. Right, I'm gonna yeah. Trust me, I've I've got some ideas. Diamonds by Rihanna. <laughs> Banger. Shine bright like a diamond. I can't believe people there was even a discussion about whether or not she was pregnant. That's the first thing I said. Susan Clare was like, wow. Rihanna's pregnant. Did you see it? Like, you knew, didn't you? Yeah. Then there was there was one female at our Super Bowl party last night, and she goes, I don't know. I think that just I think she had a baby and she hadn't lost her. I was like, the woman is a gazillionaire. She's got a personal chef, a Pilates instructor, every known adva- advantage known to man. There's no way. And she's a you know, international pop superstar. Yeah. People like that aren't carrying around their baby weight six months later. Seven months. No. So definitely not. Let's go back to the big orange Phillies phone lines where we have Jay. Jay, how are you, sir? Well, Bear, uh so just to get this straight, we're about to lose every basketball game and Tony Vitello's leaving us. Yeah, because they won't build the stadium. The, the you know the one that all the money's been uh, secured and plans are moving the one, forward. We were the one they said they're going to build and had designs of of the stadium. Yeah, one. I love Westchester, but in Westchester's world, he thinks it's sixty million dollar construction projects uh, break ground or go from drawings, the mechanical drawings, to breaking ground to building to completed in six months. Well, what was you know what was Westchester like uh, when we didn't have a top ten program in baseball, football, and basketball, like when Pruitt and well, he was the same as Toronto he is now. And, I mean, miserable. Oh, he, he was just the same. It wasn't it wasn't worse. No, I mean he's always this level of just negative. Man, that's brutal. He's a card carrying hey, member uh, of the Legion of the Miserable, Jay. What do you think? Golly. He's never happy. Bear, if we if we win these two games this week, man, I mean, you you beat the number one team in the country, and then you go to Rupp and beat Kentucky. I mean, that that kind of washes away all your sins from the past two weeks, doesn't it? Well, yeah. It's just, I mean, I, look at what you're asking for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it's a tall task. I mean, this Alabama team is because that was one thing Phil's right about. Make no mistake, this is the most. I think it's the most. I agree with Phil. It's the most talented team in college basketball. Brandon Miller is phenomenally talented. Uh, with our injuries, we don't have a whole lot of options as to who we're going to put on him. Um, I, I just imagine. What did he play, Bear? What position? Uh, he's a three, correct? Three, and he's from Nashville. Yes, but he, he's an Al- he's a Bama legacy. His the dad. Bama legacy. Yeah, his dad played at Alabama. Where did where did he, where did he go to high school? Was it Innsworth? That I don't know. 
I'm like Interesting. the last person on the show, Jay, and you know that. Put me on the spot here. I, well, I never heard of that kid till he started balling out at Bama. I never heard of this kid before, so I, I didn't I didn't know him as a big time high school player in this state. So um, that's interesting. Yeah, he he he's I've heard a lot of good things about him. Yeah, so. he's six down, two hundred pound wing. Well, I mean, you know, look, I mean, college basketball is weird, and I mean, we're not having anywhere near. I mean, Bama was truly terrible last year. I mean, they were awful. And you see what they're doing now. I mean, they were they were a little bit worse. Yeah, I mean they weren't they weren't great. But he had this class coming in. Uh, Brandon went to Cane Ridge High School in Antioch. Cane Cane Ridge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and he is a he's small forward. So we just well, you know you know normally if Triple J wasn't hurt, I would imagine it would be Triple J, Julian Phillips. I mean he's. He's long, lean, rangy, and super athletic and explosive. Interesting. So well, it's going to be. I, I thought we were playing him at Alabama, so that's going to help that we're getting him here at at home. So. Oh yeah, like we and we just do not have good luck at. I believe it's Coleman. I believe that's their gym. Dude, Coleman is like the Bermuda Triangle for Tennessee basketball. I don't know I've what it is. I've seen some of our best teams we, go down there, and Alabama's had absolute like mediocre garbage. And they've Club. beaten us. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just weird. It's just really weird. So Bears, we've always think, struggled uh, with them. Even yeah, up we here, we have. It's just I don't know what it is about Alabama. Like you said, we've had great teams, and they've had scrubs, and they beat us. It's just yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird rivalry there with that. Hey, hey, Bear, I was looking at our schedule for football next year, man. I. I think we got a real chance to go six and zero into that Alabama game. I mean, to me, it's just getting past Florida. I don't think Florida's going to be that good. It's just you know how that rivalry goes with us in Florida. But I think we have a legitimate chance of being six and zero going into that Alabama game next year. That would be that would set up for an epic showdown down there in Tuscaloosa. I don't know, I, yeah. Florida. I mean, I believe it when I see it down there. I mean, Gainesville's incredibly hard to play at, but this is. One of those rare moments in the in the rivalry in the series, where um, they're kind of down, and we've got an opportunity to kind of push them down a little bit further, maybe mm-hmm. step on the back of their head and shove their face in the mud, so to speak, maybe. Yeah. And I would. Yeah, I mean, we I'm really not... need to. This was like. Remember, we went through this back when uh, Spurrier left for the NFL. Yep. We felt we all had ourselves convinced this former's chance to finally kind of put some distance between him and Florida. Um, I mean, with the series coming to a – the annual series coming to an end very soon with the expansion, um, like this game's at a premium. Like we may not get another shot to beat Florida in Gainesville for a while. So I really hope we lay yeah. one on him down there. Yeah, I think it'd be a – I think that's set up for a – just a, a really great game, um, but it, it's going to be interesting. Did you happen to see? Um, did you happen to see the proposed uh, rotations that they're going to go through for for the SEC football schedule? Yeah, we touched base on it a little bit last week. I mean, it looks like we're going to play SEC teams one year, and then the next year we're going to be playing all the old Big Twelve teams. 
Oh, now I I didn't see that part of it. I, I, we just saw who are three like permanent opponents, right? Being Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and Alabama, right? Which are the original. Yeah, yeah. So that that that's kind of what I I don't. They said it was leaked, but I don't know how accurate it is. But it, it looks like it's the even years we're going to play mostly the SEC teams, and then. The odd years we would play Georgia, and then all the old Big Twelve teams. Yeah. So. I I don't know. Well, hey Jay, we got to run. You got anything else for us, thanks, or wrap it up for us? No, thanks guys. All right, thanks, appreciate guys. you, buddy. Take care, man. Let's go ahead and take our next break, Marcus, my man. We will be right back on the drive after these messages. Welcome back in. We have the docket. Brought to you by Fox and Farmer. Car wreck specialist. May have to talk to them. We got to talk about that in the third hour. We'll do. But I digress. Got an update to a story that has been on the docket recently. Uh, remember uh, in Laverne, Tennessee, Marcus, we had the yes. uh, uh-huh. the scandal. All you have to say is Laverne, Tennessee, and I know where we're going. Yeah. You know, we're... Um, the scandal involving the young lady who was... The police officer. Police officer and... Had some really close friends. Yeah. Yes, I do remember the Extremely story. close friends. Uh, the Laverne police chief has been fired in connection with the sex scandal investigation. Mm. It was fired, uh, apparently, I don't know how we missed this, last Monday... Uh, it was a d- direct result of the police department's ongoing sex scandal investigation, according to Laverne City officials. Uh, police Chief Burrell Chip Davis helped conduct interviews for the internal uh, investigations. Um, this was uh, police officers after allegedly having sex on and off duty with each other, sending nude photos of themselves to other officers, failing to disclose relations to HR, and lying about their actions during the investigation, according to city documents. Uh, he was initially placed on administrative leave um, in the morning after the city was notified of an equal opportunity or equal employment opportunity commission complaint. His firing was announced hours later. Uh, according to release from city of Laverne, third party investigators concluded Davis, and I quote, was aware of the sexual misconduct within his department and never reported or disciplined any of the officers involved. The investigator also concluded Davis impeded the initial investigation into sexual misconduct. It's, it's so, the, the uh, lying and the withholding information that's got them more than anything. I, I'm sure they would have gotten a slap on the wrist. I, I was going to say it was more for me, you know, just the they were all all the sex and on duty. Yeah, I mean, yes, I agree with that. But I mean, to be protecting all of us. Yeah, I just mean like that's the, the bigger issue to me. No, I'm not saying that the lying is a bigger issue for me. I'm saying for their superior officers, as we know as Tennessee fans, you lie about a barbecue and you're going to get more in trouble than having the barbecue. No, no, I was it was a rip on a Norm McDonald, God rest his soul. Uh, Oh, I do know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Jerry Simon was talking to him about Bill Cosby and the hypocrisy, yeah. and it's like it's, it's not so much the the hypocrisy; it's it's more the raping <laughs> that I have a problem with. So it's a funny bit. Anyhow, oh, good. Uh, in other news, we've had a we've got an animal on the docket today. Ooh, 
an escapee or a kidnapping? Uh, yeah, animal? it was. A, this was an emu escape. Are you are you, are you are you familiar with what an emu is? I I do. They they feel like they could be very terrifying if you're not uh, careful. They're very closely related to ostriches. Yes. They're a big goony looking bird from Australia. However, if you look very closely at them, they've got a familiar looking like spur like weapon on the back of their legs that looks dead off like that velociraptor thing in Oh Jurassic Park. Yeah. That's why I firmly believe in like evolution. You look at an email. Those things were dinosaurs at one time. They're but they're really dangerous. Like they can kill you. But yeah, apparently a large pet bird. Why would you have this thing as a pet? That is normally a native to Australia caused a ruckus south of Boston after escaping from her home. Boston? Yeah. Birds the second tallest bird on earth after its close relative, the ostrich. The flightless bird got loose on Thursday night in East Bridgewater and led police on a, what I'm assuming is a low-speed chase through Brockton. Uh, The bird's owner, Lee Flaherty, told the television station that a wild animal likely caused the emu to jump over a six-foot fence and take off. I feel like that's the first problem right here, Mrs. Flaherty, is not being able to take, you know, your bird needs to take responsibility for its own actions. Don't blame some other wild animal. Your your pet's a wild animal, yeah, Mrs. Flaherty. The bird named Mallory was eventually subdued in a parking lot by Flaherty, police, and a bystander. Call me crazy, but if I'm a bystander, I'm not getting anywhere near this damn thing. Are you guys? No, but I mean, this is people from Boston. They're just gonna be like, I saw an emu at the hob over that. Like they're just they don't care. They're just they're gonna be watching in, in awe. Apparently, Mallory is back in her pen, according to AP reports, after the journey and. A journey in which she traveled past uh, Massasoit Community College and Brockton Hospital up there in Massachusetts. What a weird place to have an emu. I didn't, I, it's just weird to have an emu, Marcus. That as well. That's a fair point. I've been around them. Uh, when I was young, I worked there was a, a group home for um, handicapped children that I worked at like yeah. when I was late high school and going into college and during the summer and stuff unreal place it's called gate um gateway farms gotcha um there used to be a bookstore here in knoxville called gateway books at west town mall but make a long story short the owner of that was a very kind and generous person he had this huge farm uh it was out in Louisville for um handicapped kids and he had all these exotic animals i'm talking like emus camels llamas uh, he had like some big cats. I think he may have. Had, they may have had. They had like some predatory big cats in cages. It was like a full-on zoo. Yeah, enclosure. So that's where a lot of my animal facts come from. Is working there because I, I was around every day. All these wild animals, the camels. They are nasty. They spit. They're don't mean. They? Yeah, they spit. It smells horrible. They do it on purpose. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't like camels. Llamas are t- kind of dumb, but but yeah, they had emus and they scared the hell out of me back then. That's the first time I noticed. Was like, because you can see the way they'd move. They like jump up and just shish kebab you with the back of their legs, man. It'd be bad. But that that is a docket brought to you by Fox and Farmer, your car wreck attorneys. 
I'm I'm worried. I'm gonna end up having to. I'm gonna have to call call the guys. Uh oh. There was an incident at the Super Bowl party last night. Oh. We'll tell you guys about it in the third and final hour of the drive. Excited. Marcus Young will be back in uh, in a few minutes with your top five at five. And we will wind this down on a Monday afternoon. It's been, it's been good so far. Yeah, it's not bad. I enjoy the calls. Yeah. Even when they're silly I'm wondering comments. if Jamie will have the absolute guts to, to call into my show <laughs> And not be a coward. Yeah. And and go talk to three and pout in the morning and, and take shots at me and Russell. Be a man, Jamie. Call this show, big boy. <laughs> Call hey. me if you've got a problem with something me or Russell said on voluntary action. Yeah, say say it's a bear's face or voice. Yeah, yeah just say say it to my face. Uh that's it for hour number two, hour number three coming up next on the drive on Fan Run Radio.